Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Career Retrospectives with my two co-hosts, Kyle Q. Hey. And Mike is back once again. Welcome to the club, Mike. I, I just keep getting an invite. You guys won't tell me to go away, so I <laughs> no. guess I gotta come back. You're stuck here forever. You know that. You know that. <laughs> oh. So, uh, as the title of this video slash podcast suggests, we're going to be doing a breakdown of Shinedown's most recent release, uh, Planet Zero. So, who would like to go first and share their overall initial impressions on this album? And what do they got? You want to go first, Kyle? Yeah, I'll go first. So, full disclosure, uh, Shinedown is one of my top five favorite bands of all time. So going into this, I have very high expectations and I'm just gonna start off by saying they met pretty much all of them. Uh, going into this, I was kind of not sure what to expect. Their past two albums have been a little more, uh, not in a bad way, but definitely less straight up rock, a lot more like studio effects on it, on like the song, um, all the songs. I mean, this album had plenty of that in terms of the interludes but the songs as a whole were mostly just straight up rock songs, not much in terms of like digital effects on it for the most part. Uh, overall, I loved this album. I did think that the interludes were <laughs> way too many of them. Let's just say that. And a lot of times they didn't really serve, felt like they didn't serve a purpose. And uh, last thing in my opening thoughts, I guess, would just be that it's very refreshing to get a, in a way, political album from a different viewpoint. That's not your stereotypical, you know, left-wing political album. And I really appreciated that. Uh, it does a great job of really showing like the state we are in as a society as a whole and whether or not you take politics into it. They wrote it in a way that you could take it either way and they show the general frustration with society right now and i think it's very well done uh lyrically they killed it and instrumentally that's the best i've heard from them at least in the past three albums mike what do you got no it was it started strong for me and then it really fell off for um seems like i i i feel like a broken record but that seems to be the my case with um, some of the albums I've been listening to, but um, yeah, I liked uh, some of the first songs. I really felt like they had some pretty strong rock feel. Um, the production kind of drove me a little nuts um, in a couple of songs, especially that first song um, had a very uh, chintzy kind of like, I don't know what it was, but it was very, I can't explain it. It's very uh, high in the treble, I guess you could say, uh, and very, uh, um, no, it would it, it's muddled muddy um and uh other than like after that it kind of like i kind of hit some of the more of the quieter ballad type of songs and wasn't wasn't something that really caught my ear so i i was having trouble finding um that song that could really um breathe some more life into the second half but um yeah first couple songs had some of those you know just good catchy riffs and good on choruses and um kind of the in-between songs that yeah it's kind of a struggle for me to um find anything i could chew on um that gave me a little more interest but um yeah just general my my general consensus of the album yeah for me personally i mean as someone who's not like 
deeply immersed and who actually who knew of shinedown for a long time but never truly like explored them this is full disclosure this is my first exposure kyle don't kill me <laughs> but for an album that actually could get me to know a new like a band that's been around for like what, 20 years or so now um maybe I, I, i'm not sure how long they've been around forgive me but as an introduction to their sound and their style i do like what i heard quite a bit um the interludes that you're kyle right is right there were a lot of interludes of like 20 second things or 30 second things that just segued into certain songs, which I liked overall. I mean, yeah, it got a little repetitive at some points, but I got, I have the track listing on my phone, just looking at it as well, just to make sure I'm taking my notes. Right. But um, there are a lot of songs that I really, really just generally liked on here. Like I mean, we'll get into our track listing stuff in a second, but like just shout out to daylight, shout out to a symptom of being human. And you're right. Some of the themes on this album were could have been left or right. Politically speaking, whichever way you look at it, it's, which I like how some artists do that. Like they don't go like a, like the American idiot rat where it's like, we believe this, or, you know what I mean? Where, where there's, it's good that it's nice that it's, it, it led up to like, you know, your own interpretation of how the world is going right now, which I, I feel like we need something like this and I'm glad we got it. So um, that's my overall impression. And I, I just, the quality of the songs. I mean, as someone who's not super familiar with them, again, really strong, really, really solid songs overall. The interludes kind of threw me off here and there, which I was like, oh, there's another interlude. Oh, there's another song. There's another interlude. Okay, yeah, I get that. But overall, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it for like a first time going through Shine Down album. It was pretty good. So um, those are all, all our initial impressions. Are you guys ready to go over to the track listing and stuff like that? Yep. All right, cool. So let's go. No, for those who are listening, you're not going to see this, but we have the Wikipedia page pulled up. And we have just um, some overall facts and stuff like that for the, we're going to have the track listing now. 20 tracks, but there's a lot of interludes as, as we see here. Um, Kyle, why don't you go first? What are you, what are some, what are some standout tracks to you? What are some things you liked about maybe the interludes or you didn't like about them? Like what's your, what are some of your standout tracks? Yeah. So I'm going to start with the interludes. I think it'll be easier to start there. Okay. Um, the only one I really liked because it was more of, I don't want to say a song, but it had more of like a musical quality to it was uh, This Is a Warning toward mm -hmm. the end. I thought that was a cool little electronic little mini song going on for like 50 seconds and nothing crazy. It's not going to, you know, I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it. But in terms of the album, uh, that one kind of worked. Some of the other ones, I see what they were going for. They're going for this futuristic, like end of society type thing, which it's cool. I think they put too many of them on here. I also think the album would have benefited from starting with No Sleep Tonight and not having that intro. I think that they just kicked into that. Like it just went right in immediately, like some high octane stuff going on. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's just a small little complaint. Each interlude is only like 30 to 40 seconds max. They're not, they don't really drag it down too much for me. It's just, wish there was a little less of them. Uh, in terms of my favorites, I'm going to be honest, uh, most of the songs on this album are just a straight 10 for me. I really enjoy this album. That said, uh, my favorites would probably have to go to, in no particular order, just going down the list, uh, Planet Zero. I really like uh, the lyrics of that are great. The whole anti-cancel culture message on that. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that was the lead single to the album and the title track. I think that it's great. I think it does a great job summarizing the album uh 
and especially the lyric that always sticks with me from that one is the the power to the people except you you check the box we don't like it it's perfect it goes for either side no matter who you're talking about everyone wants you know they love their people but the minute someone says something they don't agree with that's it you're done uh love that america burning also favorite of mine uh at first it took a minute to grow on me i will be honest um mostly just because the intro is a little bit odd whatever they got going on there uh overall though again love the lyrics love the message uh brent smith has always been one of my favorite lyricists and vocalists so i really enjoyed that one as well uh that one i think does the best job on the album of really putting people's like frustrations into music and lyrics like really get the message across in that one uh sure is fun i really like that one a lot uh, that definitely does have that like happy sound like a carefree song but if you listen to the lyrics it's being carefree about things that you shouldn't be carefree about which i really like uh kind of has that little dissonance going on uh saints of violence and innuendo really like that one too brings me back to some of their older material like sound of madness album a little bit of amaryllis too um those are probably my favorites of the album i do really like a symptom of being human the ballads are all really good i like that they have them kind of all in like one little line there for the most part uh symptom of being human definitely being my favorite of them and i also just want to point out in clueless and dramatic it's not one of the ones that got a 10 from me because some of the vocal lines end sounding off key and i'm sure it was done on purpose but it just kind of drives my ears nuts a little bit hearing it but again i love the message of it all about like the current media and the fear-mongering that they do particularly around covid the past couple of years and all that uh overall a great album almost every song had a great message to it and it, i'll just say in terms of the ones i wasn't so fond of dysfunctional you that one it was just odd the guitar part got a little slightly annoying after a while and for whatever reason they put this weird distortion on the drums which i thought was an odd choice for what is a slower song it's not bad just not great uh and then i do agree with mike a bit that the end of the album kind of slows down a bit like army of the underappreciated it, again it's all right it kind of gave me more like a 90s rock feel to it nothing special lyrically or instrumentally just kind of there i don't think it was really necessary and what you wanted i thought was a weird choice to end the album on not really what i wanted for an album closer uh their last album had one of the best closers uh that i've ever heard and they didn't really follow it up that well with this one in my opinion but overall there's not a song on here that i legitimately dislike mike over to you all right so um yeah the first three tracks that really i felt were um so in my book a seven out of ten is basically something i would listen to again but not something i would put in my library um but uh, if someone played it i wouldn't um i wouldn't be bored at any moment um so that's where i kind of sit with a seven so um yeah sleep tonight uh dead don't die which had a nice southern kind of um you know southern kind of uh, rock riff to it which i really enjoy but my problem with the song is it just kind of didn't take you anywhere after that riff it was kind of like here's the riff and then 
kind of come to this next kind of middle part and then here's the riff again and kind of just like it felt like when writing that song they just kind of uh didn't escape the essential thought of the song and to and kind of conclude it it just felt like um showcasing what the you know the main vibe of it was which is which is kind of like something in songwriting that i tend to um it, it bores me a little bit with some songs so i it, it kind of held it back from it coming at eight which you know eight would come into my into my library and something i would um be able to listen to again and enjoy on another level and then so on and so forth so yeah those those th first three songs were big nice big riff rock songs that i enjoyed listening to and um if i heard again i wouldn't that dysfunctional you once again yeah i wasn't feeling that it's kind of cheesy lyrics are a little bit cheesy and uh you know they, they, it's clever but in an annoying way like it's kind of like um play on words and and the way they the phrases they were using were like clever but it was like kind of cringy a little bit you know for me um so yeah um then as we kind of come back to the, towards the middle um america burning reminds me so much of green day i don't know if kyle got that vibe from it but i swear to god i took his voice out and and i could have put uh billy joe's voice over it and it felt like a green day song like maybe i'm uh, on popular opinion hashtag please don't kill me but um yeah like uh yeah it felt, <laughs> it felt like um it felt like uh green day worship that's what i actually wrote green day uh so it's like huh that's kind of um yeah so those that was like sitting around 6.5 um uh symptom of being human also um yeah but i'll tell you what my top track of this album 10 out of 10 is um the saints of violence and innuendo absolutely brought me uh surprise and was like wow um the even the songwriting as i told you like it it didn't seem like it was just here's my idea and i don't have much more it was like here's my idea and then i'm gonna take you off in this direction and you're like well you know okay and then i'm gonna come back to my main idea but then i'm gonna, I'm gonna come in this direction and it was like nice to see that approach to a song give you a fresh kind of um branch of different uh different vibes different um voices uh ideas coming through and um yeah absolutely 100 and then um i have to say my lowest tracks were sure is fun I, three out of ten i know it's oh yeah I, I was playing it in the living room with my girlfriend and she even looked over at me and said what the hell are you listening to and i knew at that point that another voice was going to confirm mine it wasn't just the lonely mic trashing on that it was like a tag team co you know coalition here so um yeah like uh, that one and then also what you wanted i totally agree with kyle i didn't want that i didn't want it i i what i wanted was not the album to end on that song i wanted it to be something more like saints of innuendo or even um planet zero which um has a nice big heavy sound um something i really enjoyed in the very beginning of the album is that heavy sound i didn't i was caught off guard by how good i'll tell you what if no sleep tonight the production was a little less chintzy like that kind of buzzy kind of sound to it if it had a little more heavy uh bassy kind of uh production to it, i'll tell you what no sleep tonight would be a 10. it would be a 10 out of 10. uh it had some of the song kind of got hung up on some of the, the the pauses where they do the drum like it just says it does it and i was just like 
it stopped the vibe of the song and kind of paused it. If they had just cut out a couple pieces and, and had a little bit of production on it that I enjoyed a little more, I'll tell you what, that would have been a 10. Yeah, Saints of a New of 10. Um, some of those other songs in the beginning would have probably been a little lifted a little bit um, overall. But yeah, like, um, yeah, those are some of my standout tracks and just my general thoughts on, you know, those parts of the album. For someone, as I said from the very beginning, for someone who's not as familiar with Shine Down, who actually really enjoyed this album, um, the interludes, going back to what Kyle was saying for, I mean, some of the interludes did work for me, like, did, like the way that they edited them and they segued into the songs. Like, I'm just, I'm just looking back. Like, you you could have definitely done without 2184. I agree with you on that. No, but, the, but I agree with Mike actually to a good extent where like the first half of the album really does hit hard. Like No Sleep Tonight, Plan- title track, Planet Zero. I mean, I've said this before, but title tracks for me personally always work no matter what album it is. Like, I just, that's a great song. You know, the title tracks are always pretty good. Um, Dysfunctional You, I agree with you. Like the 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 lyric if i'm saying it was the only one with any curse words in the whole album if i'm saying it right it was this was, was the only one with curse words right i have no idea uh, okay because no, i was listening on spotify and the e came up for the explicit i was like oh okay but uh, I, I didn't really it, that doesn't bother me i'll listen to the whole album whatever but um dysfunction it got a little cheesy at some points i agree with mike on that um but there's some of the ballads on it like the more like but they were harder edge ballads ballads which reminded me of stuff like uh, when Love and Hate Collide by Def Leppard to some extent, like, so like Daylight was like a piano song and I was like, that just threw me off in a really good way though, it threw me off in a really good way I was like, oh wait, they're actually playing like a, a ballad, but it's on the piano for like a band that I thought initially was like, oh, just heavy guitars and all that, and it actually really worked for me, uh, Symptom of Being Human I've definitely felt the emotion in there, like because everything's been going on in the world for the past year several years um, I definitely felt that for me personally um sure is fun definitely was fun for me personally i mean i i was listening to it, I was like, yeah that, this is good i mean i only listened to it once through like literally two hours before we started recording this video um but because i was like i want to have it fresh in my mind i want to have it ready to go um saints of violence and inimendo and army the army army of the unappreciated i'm stuttering forgive me army army of the underappreciated are great i do like those tracks a lot and we're all in agreement here. What you what you wanted was not really what we wanted as an album closer, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, overall, I did really like oh, as an overall album. Though I could, would I go back and listen to it again? Yeah, I definitely would. Because there's some things, there's some albums we could talk about on our show that we would never want to hear again. It's like Maroon Five's Jordy. But like, there are some great songs on this album though, and I think that if you have not heard. The new Shine Down album. If you if you if you're someone like me who's just hasn't really been exposed to them like fully, check this one out for sure because a lot of really solid songs on there in general. Um, some of the ballads are really like drawn out and no, no, I shouldn't say drawn out, but they're like they're really well put together. I could definitely feel the emotion in a lot of songs in like that gritty way, like in the dark way. But overall, I think it was a really solid record. I mean, I, as someone who's never really listened to Shine Down before, this is pretty damn good, guys. So yeah. Those are my initial track impressions and whatnot too. So, I will say, JT, if you enjoyed Daylight, um, yes. I definitely recommend you check out their Sound of Madness album. Okay, uh, it's probably a top three album of all time for me. Okay, that's what got me into them initially, and it it's incredible. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the closest we've gotten since then. The album that followed that up, Amaryllis, had a little bit of that sound too. 
but they expanded on it a bit this i think is the closest we've gotten since then to that just straight up like rock sound and i i really like it uh i want to hit on the interludes one more time here go ahead yeah go ahead because having it's almost broken up as every two songs or so Mm -hmm. there's an interlude with the exception of america's burning which has an interlude before and after it to me that is way overkill like that that annoys me a little bit other than that i I think the longest you go on this without any kind of interlude is three songs i believe they're all ballads so i don't know i wish they didn't do that but uh interesting mike uh that sure is fun was your least favorite here i tell i'm telling you kyle and i so uh my only exposure to shine down was like home depot radio okay home depot radio also um kyle uh i believe you may have given me an album to review did you ever I, give me an i album think so i think i gave you sound of madness sound of madness sound of madness which uh you know was a pretty solid album um um i'm not a huge fan of certain styles of rock radio rock that tend to kind of sit in the in the realm of like nickelback or like um uh, i'm trying to think of another band that kind of they all get kind of three doors down or yeah i mean three doors down is okay um yeah i I mean who's it theory of a dead (laughs) maybe i mean i don't know too much about that i probably know them by accident um you know so that i tend to like I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Like, and it's, I wouldn't say it's Southern rock and roll because some of them do have that vibe to them, which I love that, but it um, can be, uh, it it can be a touchy genre because um, it can get kind of cheesy with the lyrical content, like, um, which hits, hits me on a different level with like, you know, some of the Nickelback, like um, attitude in the song. Um, You know, I, tend not to like that kind of stuff, the cockiness, and to like, uh, you know, kind of stay away from that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, like I kept getting train vibes for some reason with this album, like um, like old train, like um, the way he like enunciates his words, like the way he ends his like, yeah, like he does this kind of like, I, I can't explain it, but um, I kept getting that vibe from them, like, uh, a little bit of train uh, vibe and also, um, you know, Nick, um, which which is funny because I, the one I was listening to on YouTube was uploaded by Nickelback Universe was the name of the uh, the, up- <laughs> <laughs> the uploader. And I thought, what? No, I'm in the Nickelback Universe. How did I get here? And I, 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 I was cruising through the Nickelback Universe. I landed on Planet Nine or wait, Planet Zero, excuse me, not Planet Nine. Um, and uh, I and my ship is crashed and i don't know how i got here but like uh yeah like it was uh it was funny it was just i i I didn't get too much of a nickelback vibe but at times i did um so uh overall i um it was very hit and miss for me in that like you know beginning to the middle to like um the ending i felt like you know those songs where someone's just using a, a a foot a foot bass pedal and to keep the beat of the song and it's like do 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 like uh, it's these more like um, country kind of song, country rock songs. I, they were doing that stuff on, I think it was, might have been, I don't remember the name of the song, uh, towards the end. Um, actually, I think it might have been Daylight, actually. And um, 
I kind of felt like it was not my style of rock song or ballad. It just kind of um, felt a little boring on on my end. But overall, um, yeah, like I said before, like the ending was kind of kind of hurt it. Except that innuendo song, which is great. But um, yeah, it it's definitely it was a weird tra- change of pace. So I definitely know where you're coming from with that Southern rock thing. That doesn't surprise me at all. Um, their earlier music had more of that sound to it as well. I mean, their first album, one of the big hits on that was their cover of Simple Man, uh, which they still do live to this day. And it's great. Uh, I honestly prefer it over the original. But so that does definitely come out a little bit still. Not nearly as much as it used to. Their first album maybe even two albums was kind of like that southern rock mixed with like that grungy alternative sound of like the early 2000s um they really went like radio rock it's like sound of madness onwards i mean this album it's going to be these songs you could just see them being a hit on like serious octane or whatever you know the, all those like butt rock radio stations on xm serious whatever um I think this album did go number one, at least on the rock charts. So it did sell very well. Um, yeah, I, I got to give it to him on this one. I went into it with kind of low expectations, and uh, it did a lot better for me than I thought it was going to. Oof. Belgian, just the Belgians weren't happy with it, man. What's going on? They were not. Flanders, man. So for those of you who are listening to us on Spotify podcast, uh, what we have put up on are the charts around the world for Planet Zero. Australian digital albums was five. The peak position was five. Australian physical albums was 48. Austrian was 21. Belgian was 113. Canadian albums was 46. German albums in the top 100 there was 15. Japanese hot albums were 99. Scottish was number two. Swiss was number 10. <laughs> the UK was number four. Uh, UK rock and metal albums was number one. The US Billboard 200, which is the all albums you know format um, one uh, chart, was number five actually. And the, then the last three were number ones. US US top alternative albums number one. US top hard rock albums number one. US top rock albums number one. And so it it, it did. I mean, Kyle. I mean, I don't know certifications wise because it just came out in July like this month. But I mean, I'm sure. But that shows, I guess, that it did well, which is good. Yeah, and you know, fans seem to love it too. It's definitely what I wanted from them. Their last two albums prior to this, they were both good. I don't think they were as good as this one. Mm-hmm. But uh, really, yeah. I just love the songwriting on this. I've always loved uh, Brent Smith's lyrics, and he's one of my favorite vocalists too. So, uh, really, to have a album like this from them with like cohesive themes throughout was really nice to see. And like I said, I really enjoy how I've seen so many people arguing like left and right politics about it. And uh, I believe it was either an interview or a YouTube video, whatever it was. They had just said it's up to interpretation. Take it how you want. Like it's just our words out there. It doesn't matter what we think. It's what you take from the song. And that's what I think all music should be. I don't particularly like bands that put out really in your face messages like this is what we're saying like yeah green yeah. day's my favorite band so it might be a little hypocritical but <laughs> yeah like, like a directly naming 
someone that they don't yeah. like in the song or like you know like i agree 100 percent with you about that like i prefer a very kind of like you know i wouldn't say cryptic but i would say um i would say something that allows multiple interpretations rather than like the song is called like you know f donald trump or like you know something of that along that lines or like down with the democrat or you know whatever or like brandon yeah yeah right you know and I, I, on both sides like i prefer i don't i don't prefer too much um you know you know, like kind of like the specific uh target of like either either side it's nice to see some um you know keep it art artistic um you know vision versus like uh just a personal vendetta against whatever things yeah um the, the artist is wanting to to vent on their audience you know <laughs> it's just it's kind of ugly <laughs> yeah i mean for, for me personally I mean, you want to i mean not to I um, in no way, shape, or form are we getting political on our show. We, I, we, I, I made that rule officially for anything, anything I've ever done. No, don't just don't do it. But I will say what I, what I love that Shine Down did here was you're right though they did leave it up to your own interpretation. So it could have been more left. It could have been more right. It could have been something completely different. Which I, I like that a lot. I wish more bands and more artists in general would not be like this or that completely. You know what I mean? I'd rather just say like a generic. If you're gonna be like a topical, right? If you're gonna have like a topical record, then just like be like very in the middle about it compared to like, oh, it's completely like a Green Day's American Idiot, you know, you know what I mean? Or like uh or like you know, to the or the far right, either either way, just what I I, I what I loved about this record was yes, they're saying things like America's burning, they're also saying stuff like a symptom of being human. I mean, they're, they're obviously touching on recent events, but they're not saying, you know do this vote for this person this person sucks whatever they're not being so political with it and, and that's what i liked about it because and my first exposure to a shine an album i go back to this album in a heartbeat now that i think about it because like the more I, I think about the tracks the one when i heard i did like what i hear overall and it was 48 minutes long and the, the longest song on the record is like what four minutes and eight seconds which i like a lot too mm -hmm. there's not like a five minute track there's no two minute track there's they're all really oh, solid tracks. Tracks. <laughs> uh, aside from the interludes Aside from the interludes, this has actually got some really good stuff on it. I would go back to a lot of these tracks, if not the whole album. So yeah. And talking lyrically, what I like, I like what they did with "Sure Is Fun" a lot. I know Mike, you're not a not a fan of that song, mm -hmm. but I like what they did with it because it's they made it have this happy sound, but really, like lyrically, the song is just kind of about like just ignorance to things going on around you and just kind of ignoring things. It, ignoring everything that's going on in society right now it's like yeah it's going on but whatever just gonna ignore it and have fun it's i enjoy that i like I, the song has like that dissonance like lyrically i don't know if i ever like, finished finished my thought on that if kyle loves something i generally don't love it but it's yeah. not a hundred percent it's not a hundred percent but it's so weird it'll be like I'll give Kyle an album. It's like one of my favorite albums of all time. I'm like, I can't wait for you to hear that one song. And they're like, that song is the one I hate. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> it's it just like, lot. it blows my mind. Like, and I never get mad about it because I actually appreciate his um, honesty. And like, that's like, I was just telling JT earlier in the week, I'm, I'm trying to have him listen to an album that actually Kyle has already listened to. And yeah. Kyle wasn't a huge fan of it. And I appreciate his honesty rather than feeling like, oh, I have to like, um, bump my score because I just feel like I don't want to crush this person's hopes and dreams. No, crush their hopes and dreams mm -hmm. in a respectful way, of course. Like, but like, you know, like be honest 
and uh like that just seems to be the way like but there are times we align on certain songs so it's always weird to me where i'll be like i love this like yeah i love this song too and i'm like this is a rare historic moment for <laughs> all review <laughs> reviewer kind you know and yeah. like it's it's just cool to have the honesty but yet respectful honesty and you know keeping the, the spirit of um of how you're feeling versus uh um how someone else is feeling and having to like keep that in your in your mind when you're talking about something like no you be honest but you you know whatever and um yeah uh yeah that one and the last one had the lowest ratings for me and um had to be 100 percent uh with the flow of them and the um the change of sound that didn't really fit in what it started with i guess uh main my main um confusion on it uh overall but yeah um it's interesting how different people see different things and neither one is wrong or right it's just a preference and opinion and you know uh lo the love of music and what hits you i was actually just talking to someone about about this there's only a select group of people that listen to music that actually can feel music a lot of people i've talked to at me i say hey like what do you listen to music well whatever's on the radio okay well what do you like? Uh, I don't know. Just whatever's on in the background. I don't really pay attention to it. I don't really. And when I hear people speak about music in such a indirect way, it kind of it makes me realize that there's certain people in this world that feel music and there's certain people that don't feel it, but they kind of um, it just happens around them, I guess you could say. And, um, you know, it takes a it's a different type of person to actually touched by music, it feels it in their soul, hits them in a special place and actually um, makes an impact on them and you can't hate on someone feeling that impact in their soul and, and calling them stupid for it um it's actually nice that they actually feel that way versus someone else who loves it because oh, i like the beat or it, it's it's good to dance to like sure cool but does it actually touch you do you feel it in a certain way so um yeah it's more important for that than it is for um I completely agree. And to just build on that, uh, we were talking about this, I think it was earlier this week, Mike, or maybe a week or two ago now, talking about how lately, the past year or two, so many bands that I regard as, you know, great bands have been putting out albums that I've just been not into. We'll just put it that way. Uh, and it, got, it always gets me questioning, like, is this because... I'm getting older? Is it because the artist is getting older? It's probably a combination of both. But I'm like, a lot of music these days just doesn't hit me as as much as music in previous years did. Uh, whether or not it's because I relate to it anymore, that's probably like the new My Chemical Romance song. Let's use that as an example. Released a couple months ago. I heard it and I just went, eh. It, I don't relate to it anymore. It's like dark and depressing and i was like oh, i didn't relate to it didn't do anything for me and i go online and i see all these fans mostly younger fans that are like teenagers now just discovering them they're like this song is so good i love this song I'm like hey i'm glad you guys like it i'm glad they're making music again but i was like it's my least favorite thing they've ever done so for shinedown to have come out with this and for it to like actually have like really connected with me i've noticed it's very rare for bands that have been around for a long time at this point to be able to do that. I feel like a lot of them, once you hit that like 15, 20 year mark as a band, they just kind of start phoning it in or, you know, they, they've just grown up. So they're writing about different things with maybe slightly less passion. And to 
build on that we'll talk about the last the day to remember album that had more of like i guess they trying them trying to be like mature and like radio pop rock style which it had some good songs on it it just didn't connect and hit and then people were so vocal about hating about hating it that this past week they released a song that sounds nothing like them that sounds heavy for the sake of being heavy where they're like all right well people didn't like this so let's write what's essentially like a wage war song and release it as in a day to remember song which i think someone from wage war actually co-wrote it with them so it makes sense but it's just there's this weird thing going on now with a lot of these bands that i grew up listening to that i regard as some of the best bands out there where their latest work just isn't as great as their old stuff and sometimes i question is that just me being old and jaded now like realizing yeah i'm not connecting with it or is it the songwriting style and it's a hard thing to try to when i'm like reviewing something to try to like pull myself out of like i really have to try to pull myself out of oh well this is a i'm reviewing this as a shinedown album or i'm reviewing this as in the day to remember i was like no i'm looking at it as an album i don't care whose name is on it and that's something that's really like difficult to do as well so when the music really connects to you like it did for me on this album makes it a lot easier yeah that's interesting because like some of these artists are going through certain things when they write a song and certain you know they're getting um inspiration um they're getting uh they're feeling uh creative or artistically driven and the amount of artistically driven creativeness will come out into how the song's uniqueness and um hard hitting it could be and but some of them are kind of um in a place where they're just comfortable you know whenever you get comfortable and you're 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 kind of writing a song from a place that doesn't really um drive you to to hit any kind of real high kind of um hit hard hitting um just delivery it can kind of feel underwhelming and i i think um it really depends on what's going on with the artist at the time and and what's going on in the world at the time and, and that can have a major effect on delivery and also like you said it's also as you get older your expectations your um the songs you've heard the sounds you've heard the songs that are delivered are you get a little old and um innovation or you know a little more uh um a little more uh intellectually assembled to uh kind of to challenge your mind or like keep you interested so that stuff can really put you um off on something if what how they were feeling at the time wasn't something that inspires you personally and what's interesting about that album cover is um it almost feels like it kind of the album was half, half the album was like a heavy album and it was like the dark and then half of it was like the light so and then but it, within that darkness is a little bit of the lighterness and then within the lightness is a little bit of a darkness so it's almost like yin and yang here you know uh yeah um which is interesting because it kind of feels like that it kind of feels like two halves of a story you know two two pieces of that puzzle kind of coming together and um yeah uh, i definitely got that vibe from it like i was saying it half there and then kind of comes you know obviously without uh the innuendo one which is kind of if i remember right it was heavier um yes or a dri driven upbeat song but um yeah that's a good little uh album cover visual yeah and 
it it really is like that like you, like you said the album does start out heavier and darker and then when you hit those slower songs even like sonically yeah they're lighter but they're also more hopeful i mean you have hope on its own daylight. very <laughs> yeah daylight. <laughs> daylight sure is fun like it's it has more of that lightheartedness to it like after the dark stuff on it and i guess maybe like what you need a little bit too but uh, or what you wanted whatever it was but yeah no i definitely agree with that and i do like that about the cover i agree i mean i i know i've been quiet for the past like what five minutes but i mean I, everything you guys just said actually really hits the nail on the head for me too i mean whether it be like you know saying i love this artist or i hate you know you, you want to share your love of music or the music you love with kind of like what Michael's saying like sure you love me with like people you love and care about and like yeah that song just didn't do it for me that album or that ep or whatever i agree i mean it's all the beautiful thing about art not just music but movies art and books is that it's all like subjective it's, it's open to interpretation i love that about not just not just you know with this album in general with the different themes and whatnot but just in general it's all open to uh subjective subjectivity and it's definitely something that really I think a lot more people need to be should be more open to. It's like uh, instead of being like, oh, that's just this sucks, or whatever. Just uh, just give it a shot, and then if you don't like it, cool. If you know, if you if you like it's it. What bo- what bothers me is when people are like, I hate blah blah blah, and they're like, have you ever listened to them? And they're like, no. Well, how can you judge that? I don't. Know, that's just me. And we'll say the album cover though. This, Mike, you hit the head nail on the head there. This I, I didn't even think about the yin and yang thing until you just said that because like you're right. It's, it is like a a darker side to it. There are some dark, there's some different elements of back and forth, light and dark, which I really liked a lot. And the album cover really shows how, you know, there's light to the, there's a light side of things and there's a dark side of things. Some of the songs did, did echo that like daylight was one of them. I believe hope was the other one. Um, yeah. Like there's, there are the, even a symptom of being human as like a ballad. There were some, definitely some things on some songs on here that definitely sound like, you know, we're going to get through this because of COVID and, or like, you know, other, other elements of stuff that's been going on in the world as well. And I feel like shine down as, as like I said, my first time listening to their, their album in general by them, this was a great introduction for me as what they are as a band and what they, their message is. And overall, I loved it. So, I mean, do you guys have anything else you guys want to say? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty good on my end. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm just looking forward to doing a review on uh, Alter Bridge because some of the stuff I was listening to in this album, yeah, Kyle's favorite, yeah, bring it in, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, some of the things of this album kind of reminded um, Alter Bridge was a little more riff happy, a little more hard rock metal kind of style that you know almost reminded me of some of the stuff I'm hearing. Um, almost would have pushed it over for me. Um, some of the heaviness of it um but it, that first song holy crap man like i did not expect a band like shine down to have the kind of guitar work on that first song the sleep no sleep night um i was just like it felt like power metalish it felt um uh something that uh tempo uh song structure wise um could have used a, mo- a couple parts with slow down uh you know like some slow down rhythmic kind of you know uh driving parts would have really pushed that over the edge but it kind of just 
it just kind of went through with this one tempo but if it had slowed down at some point and it had done something rhythmic like that in it i would have been right up front like i'm here you got my attention it kind of treats its audience like this is what we're doing and you don't need any other kind of uh reminder that there's a, a different direction this could go and it felt one-dimensional and that but it really could have pushed it over the edge just changed some tempos up in a couple different songs um and it really um, would have blew my mind so um to know that it could have been that close really intrigues me for the next album if they learn from those kinds of things or if they feel hey this is this is what we wanted we didn't want any of that um which is fine by me it just you know for me personally i would have really appreciated that so yeah um we'll see on the next album and what they're gonna bring you know and yeah you know what uh you mentioned the guitars that is one more thing i want to say actually this had some of their best guitar work out of any of their albums just in general i they really let uh the guitar shine on this one the drums i thought were really uh well done too on a lot of the songs but those guitars are really like the star of a lot of the songs here, but like particularly the heavier ones, uh, way more like riff driven and had great solos in it that I uh, haven't really seen too much before on their other albums. But yeah, that was great. Uh, so for me, I'm gonna give it a 4.75. The only thing I could have topped it over was if maybe it ended with uh, either the Saints of Violence or an innuendo, or they changed the song order around, maybe had it end on daylight and, you know, did something with that there. And if they cut down the interludes, that's the only things that brought it down a little bit for me, keeping it from being a perfect five. But uh, yeah, there's not a song on here I don't like. Mike, your rating? Uh, uh, so as it stands, 2.5 out of 5. I know that sounds harsh, everybody, but I know, don't. No gasping. Uh, you know, it has a has a potential to hit a three out of five. Um, you know, uh, with some kind of changes up on songs and what it kind of delivered on. Um, you know, I think too many songs almost. Uh, I know it has those little interludes and stuff like that. Um, I shave off a couple of some of those songs, and I think it would have been um easier to bump it up. But yeah, as it stands, two point five out of five is kind of like where I'm sitting on it. Um, would have seen so much more potential on certain things. And other things yeah um i'm kind of just intrigued to hear what the next one's going to be and where they uh take us in the next minute zero <laughs> <laughs> you scared me there for a second I was like oh my god um, uh, i scare myself sometimes too it's okay, it's uh, okay. <laughs> um as a said this from the beginning this is my first exposure shine down i know kyle's like what is wrong with you you have to get on i know and I'm gonna, I forget what album you said, but I'm gonna check out the other one you told me to check out. Um, but as a first exposure to a band that's been around for, what do you say, like 20 years or so? I mean, I've given, give yeah, give or take 20 years. Like, this is my first exposure to them. I'm gonna go a solid four out of five, truthfully. This is actually a really, for me personally, as if my first like ever exposure to Shine Down kind of thing. I really thoroughly enjoyed this album. The, the production quality was, I thought was really good. Uh, a lot better than some other things we've talked about on here as well. 
But um, I think that the production was great. I thought that the, the 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 lyrical choice, the certain lyrics actually worked out well for me personally. They didn't like rub me the wrong way or whatever. Um, I the only thing I, similar to what Kyle's saying, the only thing that is like preventing me from giving it like a full like four point five or four point seven five out of ten out of ten out of five uh, would probably be the interludes because those little like those little 30 second or 40 second interludes i mean they were just kind of like scattered out and like the one before Amer- the one before and after america's burning uh it, it was a little like oh my god there's another 40 second thing there's another 30 second one i mean they could have done without some of them i think they could have rearranged some of the like, not like the track listing i think the track listing was fine in the order they put them in but i will say having the they could have probably put like less interludes and that would have bumped it up more for me personally but overall it's just a solid record i mean if you have not heard it yet go out and buy a cd of it if you can or stream it on spotify whatever you gotta do seriously um but overall so my kind of two you said 2.5 out of five yeah uh, cause a 4.75 out of five mama you saw me solid four out of five but ultimately averages, averages to a 3.75 for the three of us Exactly. There we go. Uh, I brought the number down. Mike, well, according to Mike, this album is, uh, I believe, exactly what he gave the Def Leppard album. Is that is that accurate, Mike? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, a re- I have a recurring theme. I have a recurring theme of uh, of uh, middle middle of the road. I, I can't I oh, I can't find my way over that hump. Of, That's uh, fair. You know. Full disclosure. Yeah. This I knew I was like Mike is not going to care for this one too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, you know and just for the audience i am i tend to be the more uh art you know the metal you know not necessarily the heavy metal guy but a little more like the art artsy fartsy kind of like um underground type of person not that everything in my repertoire is like that it's just um i tend to be the kind of person that's always looking for the next um innovative uh sound that is challenging me and I can have fun, but sometimes I have trouble having fun without a good mixture of some, uh, you know, complexity and, and um, you know, any of that stuff. So, you know, I tend to be a little more harsher on my on my ratings for that stuff. So, you know, just by proxy, it's kind of the, the reviewer I am, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's tough. Some. Yeah. Um, are we all set, guys? Is that good? Oh, God. All righty. Well, we want to thank everyone who joined us watching live. Thank you so much for watching, tuning in. However you enjoyed us tonight. Thank you so much as always. If you like what you've seen here, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you like what you've heard here, subscribe to us on Spotify podcast. We do a great job. Oh, I think I think we do a great job personally. Uh, thank you so much, Kyle and Mike, for doing this with all together. You guys are musical geniuses. Love to see it. Love to hear it. You guys are outstanding. Um, but that will do it for us for another episode of Career Retrospectives. Thanks for watching, tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Career Retrospectives. So stay safe and take care. <laughs>